Hey there, it's me, Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. And in today's episode, I want to talk about motivation, specifically getting your butt together and in gear and working through your obstacles when you absolutely don't feel like doing them at all. Yes, this is going to be a gentle kick in the rear if you really want that motivation, you really want to do something, but you don't feel the initiative or desire to do it for whatever reason. Well, that is going to end after you get some really solid tips coming from me after this short break. And we're back. But before we dive into today's episode, couple of house clean things I want to talk with you. First of all, I want to thank you if you've been listening for the very first time or multiple episodes. I know that you've got a lot of other places where you can be on podcasting and I'm really appreciating that you are spending it with me. If you haven't done so already, let's make sure we stay besties online. Follow me either on Denise G. Lee or on Twitter. There you'll be getting definitely some really good insightful ideas, not just about how you run your business, but how you just deal with life and business. Because I definitely believe that so many people focus on the nuts and bolts and the strategy on business. And yes, I do do that, but you'll find more of mindset ideas and motivation inspiration that I know that's going to be really insightful. And lastly, if you haven't done so already, please visit me on denisechilee.com where you can reach articles and other resources to help you grow your personal brand and or service-based business. And with that being said, let's get into it. I am looking at my calendar. It's July 9th and my birthday is later in the month, December, and I'll be turning the big 4-0. And wow, that is definitely something that I know that's going to happen for all of us. We're all, hopefully, you know, if we live good health and we don't foresee any misfortune, we will all reach 4 and or beyond. And for me, it just gave me some ideas of time and, and what time specifically means for me. I remember when I was a teenager, I just wanted to be in my 20s. And when I was in my 20s, I thought the 30s was when I would be wiser and sexier and (laughs) all the stuff that I saw on TV. And I thought that I'd be smart and have it all figured out, quote unquote. Now that I'm nearing 40 and dangerously approaching 40, I wish time would absolutely stop right now. And I realized time is rude and won't slow down for nothing and nobody, myself included. And I think to myself, like, how in the world did I get here? How did I get to the point where I wish it would just accelerate and now I just wish it would stop? How did I get to the place where I wish time would just slow down and take a rest on me for a bit? And as I reflected and thought about things, I could not stay present because I was so busy looking ahead for a event to happen. Perhaps I was thinking about a person to 
appear or some type of insight to show up or be event to end, meaning that I would get myself out of a depression or get myself away from certain people or see a person to give me permission to act a certain way or to say certain things. I was looking for a friend or a mentor to somehow magically call me and tell me that I was ready now to start this business or I was ready now to do something or a D. And I think this is for a lot of us. The last one is D, the person to let me know that I was worthy, worthy of acting, worthy of starting a business, worthy of just fill in the blank that occurs for you, losing weight, starting a family, whatever is happening for you in your world. And to be honest with you, I was holding my breath and nothing that I really wanted, something that was external outside of me to happen. Certain events, never certain people, it never happened. Certain events never ended. Meaning that I sometimes felt I couldn't get myself in the fog and the fog could last for sometimes weeks, months on end. I mean, I was still able to function, you know, do my business and other things, but sometimes the fog of just not feeling certain or feeling insecure or whatever you may be going through, if you've been feeling that you haven't been really acting in your full potential because you're carrying guilt from your past or shame or you're feeling a sense of ridicule from people who have long since gone from your life or people who barely even knew you and were just trying to take a swab, a jab at you because of their own personal lives or feeling crappy or, or immature or whatever they were going through. The point I'm trying to make is that a lot of us are operating on a really low energy because we're haunted by ideas from the past. And if you're waiting for people and places and things to line up perfectly, keep on dreaming because time is finite. We can't focus on things that happened way back when. And things and people should not be a determinant for you pursuing your dreams. I want all of us, myself included, to give ourselves permission to make time for the activities that fulfill our inner passions and our dreams. I want all of us to invest in ourselves and to stop making excuses because time is finite and time doesn't wait for anybody. This whole episode is going to be us having to really sit down, honest conversation about what in the world are we doing with our time? I don't want us to give the excuse any longer that, oh, I had a terrible childhood. Oh, no one supported me or no one supports me with my business or I'm waiting for things to happen or I'm waiting for fill in the blank to occur. We're going to make away with all of that because I realize that for a lot of us who are ambitious, the only thing that's stopping us from going bigger then what we even think is possible is those insecurities and those doubts and those fears. And if we let them run roughshod on our lives, it can really hold us back. Forget about a couple of days or months, but potentially years. And you'll be like me, blinking your eyes and years will pass by. And you wondered what in the world were you doing and why in the world, more importantly, were you giving those people and those things so much power when upon reflection, it didn't really matter as much. You matter. 
your goals matter. And that's why we're going to be talking about, I've got about, I'm looking at my list right now. I've got five main things for us to be really utilizing our time and more, more importantly, having a better frame of our mindset. Because for a lot of us, it's not that we're not capable of creating a funnel page or uh, creating the email or whatever, or recording a, a live on Facebook or TikTok or wherever you're you're online. It's the fact that we're constantly trying to come up with excuses to stop us from even going to start. And so I want all of that to end. And I'm hoping that for a lot of you guys who really want to take your business to the next level, the excuses will stop and you'll sense a urgency within yourself, not for me, but from yourself that you're ready and you're willing and you're able to go there, wherever there may be for you. And the first step is for you to stop comparing yourself to yourself or your past. Let me repeat that again. The first step for you is to stop comparing yourself to the past version of yourself or other people. Let's talk about this. For whatever reason, for me, let's use an example of weight loss. Okay, I'll give you an example of weight loss because that's just kind of on my mind. (laughs) I'm always comparing myself to the 25 year old version of me who could diet for a couple of weeks and then poof, melt away like 20 pounds. Not even that I had a high metabolism, but I just had a lot more sleep. I had a lot less family members around me. I have a lot more free time to exercise and do some other things to attend to my wellness. That not that's not to say that I can't do today, but it was just a different lifestyle. And I've been struggling, to be honest with you, kind of losing some weight as of lately because it used to be so darn easy for me, especially since I had a background in personal training. That's like, what am I doing? I should be blinking my eyes and melting away five pounds a week or whatever. And I kept on going back to that 25-year-old version of me. But you know what? That 25-year-old version of me left almost 15 years ago. And it's time to move on and come up with a new normal and come up with a new set of standards that's practical for my lifestyle, for my current body, post-baby, you know, post single 20s. And for those of you guys who are in their 20s and you're listening and you're thinking, well, that's not me. Well, I'm not talking to you right now. I'm just only personally talking about my own experiences with weight loss. Some people can lose weight easier. Some people can't. It doesn't matter. The point I'm trying to make is that I was using an older, outdated version of me to come up with a standard that was practically unrealistic. And more importantly, don't compare yourself with other people. I was watching this very interesting TikTok, and I, I, I'm kind of like feeling embarrassed as I say, yeah, TikTok, because I know a lot of you guys are on TikTok, and you freaking love TikToks, so and you're building your brand, and you're getting lots of followers, and it's pretty awesome. And congratulations for you if you're on TikTok. I'm not on TikTok, <laughs> other than I was just reading an article that mentioned a TikTok video, and it was a very interesting video where, and this was so on the grounds of weight loss and postpartum parties and all that stuff. And the woman was basically ranting and saying, stop comparing other mothers, 
about who can snap back when I say snap back, you know, get back into shape easier and why their stomachs look differently than yours and all this this noise. It's actually ridiculous that grown women have to argue about that, considering the fact that everybody has a different body, genetics, uh, exercise, lifestyle. What, there's so many different variables. The point I'm trying to make is that we can't sit here and compare our journey with other people because their journey is their journey. Now, translate that idea to business. Translate that idea to family relations. Translate that idea to pretty much, frankly, everything. A lot of us would be happier and a more secure people once we stop trying to equate our sense of progress with what other people do. Because here's the thing, and I think this is really important that all of us need to understand and just let it sink into our brains is that whenever you're hearing somebody's telling you about their story and their progress and fill in the blank, whatever issue could be their business, it could be their marketing, it could be their personal life, it could be whatever they're trying to do. They're only going to tell you the best parts. They're only going to tell you, for the most part, all the good stuff, and they're going to skim through all the crappy parts of their process. Because why is that? Because all of us, myself included, we all want to look good. (laughs) That's really, honestly, the reality. All of us want to look good. We don't want to embarrass ourselves. We don't want to show anyone that we've had a rough or that we were confused because our egos are constantly working to protect us from looking anything but fabulous and beautiful all the time. I I, I guess that's the only way to say it in a joking but serious manner. We work so hard to pull off to everyone that we're okay all the time, no exceptions, and that's not the darn truth. If you've been listening to me for even a minute, I have shared candidly that I have struggled. I have gone through so much, and I don't do it to make myself feel bad. I'm doing it so you can feel comfortable and sharing it with someone other than yourself because we don't grow unless we get vulnerable with the even the messy, dirty parts of our lives. That being said, let's stop comparing our journeys, whatever our journeys is to other people because we are only hearing part of the stories and we can't compare ourselves to the past version of ourselves because a lot of times, heck, even like three months, six months, one year, whatever, certain life events can really flip the script and change the way we do things. I, For example, I can't do business the way I could post having my child, my, like my son's five, so I can't call him a baby anymore. My son's five. And I realized that my lifestyle, in order for it to have really good harmony with everything else, has to somehow incorporate his schedule. There's no other way around. I tried to do it while he was asleep, meaning do, trying to do business things while he was asleep. I tried to work around him. I tried to do so many other things. And I realized the best way for me to grow my business is when I'm fully awake and functional. And that means asking my husband to take care of my kid or perhaps having him go to a play date or whatever. The point I'm trying to make is that we have to make our new normal based on our current reality. We can't compare it to our old version of ourselves and we darn sure can't compare it to what other other people are doing. If someone's doing a trick or some type of tool or resource that makes sense for you that you can easily incorporate, yes, go about and do it. Nobody's telling you to reinvent the wheel and try to do something different. Nobody's trying to say any of that noise to you. What I'm trying to make a point is that if 
they're doing something and it's impractical for you for whatever reason. You're being honest with yourself. Now, let's not lie and make games with ourselves. So like, well, I know they can do it, but I can't do it. And you're coming up with all these excuses. In your mind, you darn shall know that you can do it, that what they're doing is reasonable. Go ahead and do it. Go ahead and do it. And you've talked out all the, the possibilities about how to make it work. Yes, make that work. But if you're hearing somebody talk about something that's totally impractical, you know it's not impractical, you actually try to do a little bit of research and figure out if you could do it and it doesn't work, then don't do it. That's all I'm saying. There's a nuance to all this. We can't automatically close the door without actually peering and seeing whether or not what they're doing is actually practical. And if it's not practical or, or can't suit into your lifestyle and you are dropping the drama, you're taking off the prince or princess hat and you're saying, I'm going to be a mature adult, I want to make this happening, then that means we're going to eliminate excuses and we're going to find new strategies that make sense for us. <sighs> I hope... This was a good and for you, for me to say this, and you're not going like, oh, F you, Denise, you don't know my schedule or you don't know my life. I, and you're right, I don't know your schedule, I don't know your life. But I do know that for a lot of us, we make our lives a hell of a lot more harder than it needs to be because we don't want to take some really practical advice. And that's some practical advice that I just wanted to lay on your feet and whether or not you take it, that's your choice or not. That's just, just my personal opinion. Okay. Now, let's talk about this. Take advice wherever it is offered from, especially from people who demonstrate their expertise. And this actually comes on the heels of a morning bike ride that I had this morning. So I'm minding my business. I'm, I live in a kind of semi-rural area, and I'm just riding my bike. And then somebody comes up to me, and they says, Hey, good morning. How you doing? I smile and I say, hey, how are you doing? And he says, I'm doing good. He said, well, how long have you been riding your bike? And I said, well, I've only been riding my bike for about four um, months or so. And he said, can I give you some practical advice? You know, this is just my observation. You can take it or leave it. And I turn, I listen to him. I'm looking at this guy. He's wearing total professional cycling gear. He's got a cycling hat on. He's got cycling classes. He looks like he's driving, sorry, he's riding a bike that looks um, as much as a car would cost. I'm I'm exaggerating, but the point I'm trying to say is he's got expensive gear. He clearly looks like he knows what he's doing with his biking. And so I said, yeah, sure. And I turn off my music. I hit the pause on my, my iPad. Apple Watch, and I'm so I'm sitting here, and he's ex- giving me some instructions about uh, how to kind of adjust the b- seat on my bike, and it was explaining certain things to me about my biking, and he was like, "Well, I I was afraid." that you may get offended. And I looked at him, I was like, no, I'm new to biking and I really appreciate you stopping by. You didn't have to and giving me some advice. Here's the thing. A lot of us, we are throwing away some advice, some good advice because of our pride. I don't know any way to say it, but that a lot of us are throwing away some really good stinking advice because we are afraid that our feelings will get hurt or will look stupid or dumb or whatever. No, 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 no. 
I gave you the example of that biking experience because the man looked like he clearly knew what he was doing. He was stopping out of his time to give me some advice, and I was grateful for it because he could have minded his own business and let me pedal looking like a fool, <laughs> which I didn't even know how much it was causing me pain this particular way that I was... I didn't know I was put, I should bike with my foot on with the ball of my foot rather than my heel. I was striking, and he showed me how to adjust my the the seat of my bike a little bit higher so I could pedal a little bit easier. And here's the thing: when people who know what they're doing are giving you good advice, take it. I remember my biking just kind of changed. Like even that short little time after we talked, I said, oh, wow, it does feel a little bit better using the ball of my foot rather than my heel to press through. Just in my seat of my bike actually feels a little bit better. I didn't know that information. I didn't know that information. I want some of you guys to drop the pride. And if somebody is giving you advice or you're observing someone who looks like they know what they're doing, take their advice. You will get where you need to be, when you need to be faster, when you learn from other people. I I think about my coaching. I think about so many other areas of my life where it, I just made it just too darn hard on myself like really hard on myself because I just wanted my ego to tell me what I needed to be doing, even though my ego was just afraid and receiving help. And I was giving myself, spinning all myself, all sorts of stories. Like I can't afford it or nobody understands me or I don't have the time for this. And the reality is I had the time, I had the money. I, I just didn't want to believe in myself fully enough to invest in it. Now, am I going to buy that expensive bike that I saw that guy? His name is TJ, by the way. I'm going to, and he actually gave me uh, information about how to find him. He's like, yeah, if you ever need your bike changed or your whatever, any other issues, come find me. I live off this blah, blah, blah road. I said, well, thank you, because I knew exactly where he was when he explained to me where he was. And that was pretty darn awesome. Now, here's the thing I just wanted to add to it. It's like when you show people that you are appreciative of their help, they will actually try to want to work with you. That's just some advice that I want to share, sometimes even to myself. This is my own advice I'm giving to you. I'm saying aloud. Be receptive, be friendly, be cordial to advice because if you can allow people to speak into your life and they're actually helpful, you will be blessed beyond measure. I'm just telling you, you will be blessed beyond measure. So take that humility pill when someone who knows what they're doing offers you advice. Okay. Now let's move on and talk about realize that everything is just a series of ups and downs and not a linear path. Again, let me repeat myself that business and life and anything we need to do is a series of ups and downs and not a linear path. I think about even a couple of years ago, I was embarking on going jogging and that was during that time frame Everybody was talking about vaping, and I got curious, and I did. I started doing vaping, and I had my first bout of pneumonia. Such a terrible experience. If you've ever had pneumonia, you know you know it feels like you're just 
hacking out a lung and you're just coughing and you're feeling so fatigued and you're just your energy level is completely depleted. And I remember feeling so discouraged that I was just starting to get into a good rhythm with my running routine. I was losing a whole bunch of weight and I was just feeling really proud of myself physically, emotionally, because I was reaching speeds I hadn't reached in years. And then here I am now I have pneumonia, I'm bedridden more or less, and I can't do anything. And I'm, I just feel so discouraged. Now, if that's you, if that has happened to you where you were going about doing something and you were making really great headways and then something happened and just set you back. I want to let you know that that happens in every area area of your business. It could be, for example, I've seen it too, where someone's making a really good progress. They've had a lot of followers, a lot of likes, a lot of engagement on their social media. And for whatever reason, their account got suspended or they're just having problems with connecting with certain people. And what I'm trying to say to you is that it can happen in so many different areas where you're feeling like you're making really good progress. And then it just feels like a stint a speed bump. In some cases, it just feels like an absolute crash, and then you're having to rebuild all over again. In the case of my my jogging, I had to slowly rebuild like four months later, and I was so discouraged. I couldn't run as fast as I could. We all go through that. We all go through these ups and downs that welcome to planet Earth, welcome to life. I can't say that it's going to be straight to the moon. I, I think about this particular author that who wrote the e-myth. Have you ever read, I'm going to read a book of entrepreneurialism, it's the e-myth by Michael Gerber. And I know they've got 5,000 different versions of the e-myth, e-myth for engineer, the e-myth for mom, the e-myth for blah, blah, blah. But if you ever can get your hands on the original copy, read it. But what's fascinating about Michael Gerber is that this basically gave him access to the world stage and really set him on the map and got him to have the cool of it, the of the business version of chicken soup for the soul, you know, when I mentioned the e-myth for blah, blah, blah. And what you don't know about that story is that he gave all this instruction about how to manage your business well, how to manage your finance, how to organize it. And he had a situation where his business partner more or less was embezzling money from his company. And they had a, him and his wife had to sell their home and they had a downgrade temporary to a townhouse and they had all these financial problems and he had to rebuild. But unless you were doing a little bit of research, you wouldn't find that out because he doesn't publicly really talk about that. I found that out actually reading through his Wikipedia biography because I was really curious to learn more about Michael Gerber. But anyway, he's doing fine. He's okay now. But the point I'm trying to make is that business, success, all that stuff is not linear. No, it's not linear. And anyone who tells you that that you're going to just ride from mountaintop to mountaintop without any speed bumps or problems along the way, they're just trying to fool you or just trying to sell you a bill of goods, to be honest with you. Understand and expect speed bumps. Understand and expect setbacks. Understand and expect that there are going to be people who are going to descend against you or they're going to make you feel uncomfortable based on your big dreams that you're deciding to act on. This is just all par for the course. Understand this. This is these moments that help you really ask yourself, how dedicated are you to your dreams? How dedicated are you to seeking help? How dedicated are you to get the things that you need? A lot of us really can obtain certain things 
if we finally make the decisions to ourselves, I'm tired of the excuses. I'm tired of letting these little speed bumps get in my way. Because honestly, if a little speed bump takes you out or it feels that you can't take advantage of a resource or activity, that I really question how dedicated you were if you could be easily taken out. Honestly, when we are dedicated to doing something, we will move heaven and hell to make it happen. I know some of you guys are so really motivated that you will move literally heaven and hell to make things happen. I don't want you to ever give up on yourself and never use a setback as an excuse to take yourself out of the game. Okay. Now, this is really when you need to amp up high your self-care routine. I've mentioned this in so many other podcasts but I'm mentioning to you right now is that if you need to sleep more, if you need to journal more, if you need to pray more, meditate more, have more outings with your friends, indulge in a bubble bath on a Friday night or heck, even a Wednesday night, whatever you need to do to make yourself feel good about yourself, then that's what you need to do. A lot of times we're not pushing ourselves and we're not really fighting for goals because we're letting feelings of depression and insecurity and anxiety overwhelm us. And instead of recognizing it and saying, okay, I, I see that I'm feeling a little overwhelmed. This is what I need to do next. We push it all away and we do not engage in the things that make us feel good about ourselves and good about our past and feel good about us in general. I want you to spend some time this week, if you haven't done so already, and sit even 15 minutes alone, just doing something that makes you feel good. Take a walk, go for exercise, journal, meditate, whatever feels good for you. Call up a friend that you haven't heard of on in quite a while and just talk with them and just let yourself just be loose and free. Give yourself that permission. Give yourself that permission today. I don't want to hear you ever tell me, well, I really want to do certain things, but I can't because, and look at me in silence because you know you're coming up with an (laughs) excuse. Give yourself that permission. And lastly, this is what I want you to do is lastly, I want you to surround yourself with positive and motivating things. And that includes motivating people. The, one of the things that has really helped push me in the last year or so, quite frankly, is really surrounding myself with positive, motivated entrepreneurs that are tired of making excuses for themselves. They're tired of saying that they really want to do something. And the reality is they are just experimenting with the idea of starting a business or experimenting with the idea of blah, blah, blah. When you're actually committed, when you actually make a decision, decision is a way to cut. It's a decision is saying like, I'm making this a priority no matter what. And that means I need to rally around people and things that help support me. I read this very interesting article and it just made me chuckle. It was an article, it was a one of those UK metro articles that says a, a guy lost 30 stones. I don't know what a stone is, but he lost a lot of weight because he had a friend message him for six weeks in a row, you F, you effing fat boy, you, you're, you're going to die by 40. And 
let me explain a little bit more about it to give you context. He was a morbidly obese chef, and he really was thinking about getting gastric bypass surgery, and he was talking to a friend about trying to lose weight, and he felt desperate. And they came up with the idea was that he would send daily message by text uh, all the things that he didn't want to hear about him feeling overweight, him not feeling that he was worthy. He said, stop making excuses about your weight. Go and exercise today or go feel good. And for some of you guys, you may feel like, oh my gosh, that's so terrible. How can a friend you know, insult and disparage from them that long? But it was effective. And he actually credited her to his friend and said, that was a good kick in the butt that I could never, ever had. I needed someone to literally reinforce hard what I really wanted to do. And he lost the weight. You need to figure out what works for you. I personally, myself, I like people who constantly hold me accountable and remind me of what I need to do. That works well for myself when I have people who tell me flat out to stop making excuses and stop the pity party and let's get this done because there's no reason for us to not get with the program and not work on our goals if we said this is important with us. That works well for me. You have to find a paradigm that works well for you, but I am all about surrounding yourself with people and things. It could be literally writing messages on the wall every single day. I have a reminder on my phone that reminds me about certain goals that I want to achieve daily. As an example, you have to literally, if you're going to be a business owner, it's literally you're becoming a professional boxer or a professional fill-in-the-blank sports person, you know, a professional gymnast, a professional hockeyist, a professional whatever. And we know that professionals don't become professionals half-heartedly. They are totally all in. They're devoted and they have a whole team of people supporting them along the way. Are you giving yourself that support system? Are you giving yourself that room of people all around you that helps encourage you to go to that next level? If you haven't, I really want to encourage you to go ahead and do that because time is not waiting for anybody. Time is not going to sit by the sidelines. Make the commitment to yourself. Make the commitment to your goals because trust and believe, you don't want to blink your eyes and go, darn, I can't believe I wasted so many years hoping and praying that certain people would rally around me. Perhaps you need to literally call some people on the phone and say, hey, I want to start this business. I need some accountability. I need you to remind me that I need to be looking for X, Y, and Z. Can you help me make it happen? Okay. Make it happen by stopping the drama, stopping the excuses, stop surrounding yourself around people who don't believe in your dreams. If someone's around you and they're always kind of poo-pooing or not really talking positively about your business, perhaps you stop need to stop talking to them about your business. In some cases, morally, it's time to find better friends that support you. You don't have to be around people who don't support your goals. You don't. I don't care if they've been your friend for 20 years. I don't care if they're your, your spouse. Like, like Maybe you need to find other people that will support you. You don't have to end the relationship, but you darn sure can't survive or subsist only around people who don't believe in you. Okay. Now let's recap what we've talked about today. Because I think it's really important for us to kind of refresh and think about what we've learned. I want you to stop comparing yourself to others and what you did in the past. Always think about 
what is possible and capable and realistic for you, okay? I want you to take help whenever is possible. I gave the mention of that bike biker that came up to me, or cyclist rather, and gave me some advice. And he looked like he knew what he was doing, so I might as well take some good advice from him. Once you realize that life is just ups and downs and so is business and be okay and, and be gentle on yourself because nothing works linearly. It just is about us learning how to recover and learning our lessons about what we can do to avoid problems in the past. And amp up your self-care routine. Make sure that you're doing the things that nurtures you and make you feel good. And lastly, surround yourself with positive and motivating things and people. And you won't avoid the problems. You won't avoid the obstacles. But I can guarantee you, you'll get through your problems easier. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Was there something that I said that really resonated with you? Let me know. Send me a message at hello at denisechili.com. And again, if you haven't done so already, please hit that subscribe button so that you continue listening to episodes like this if you enjoy this time. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Take care and be awesome.